back. back. Oh my god, I missed you. Missed you too. I missed being here. I feel like I just got home. I know. I'm like all cozy. How long has it been? Like, uh, over a month. A year. Chloe's been in Europe, yeah. living her best life for the last sixty days. Something like that. Yeah. And I've just been here. Living counting, your best life. Counting the moments. I have been living my best life. Uh-huh. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Lots to update. But since then, we've launched. We've launched. You guys have loved us. We think. I think. <laughs> I hope. Um, no, we, but on, in all seriousness, we've been getting a lot of great feedback and um, some negative feedback. People are up in arms that I did not know that Play Stupid Games, Win Stupid Prizes is a Taylor Swift lyric. The people want my head. Yeah, they were really coming. The Swifties were coming for your neck. Oh, my God. Our TikTok, literally, there's, like, hundreds of comments of people being, like, you're not a Swiftie. Like, to say you're okay. not a Swiftie without saying you're not a Swiftie. I I'm am, not a Swiftie. I am one, and I love her, but she did not invent that phrase. She did not write so, it. But it is what it is. I didn't know, people, but now I know. So what have you been doing while you've been here? What have I – what haven't I been doing? Who haven't I been doing? Just kidding. <laughs> I would like – Dad, get off now. <laughs> okay, that should be a rule. Like, no dad. Uh, no, no. I'm going to do a disclaimer. No, my dad has listened to all of our episodes so far. Oh. I'm hey, going dad. to do a disclaimer every time in an episode now where I'm going to be like, dad, drop off. That's and, fair. Yeah. I think that's good. And, I, and at that point in time, I want all dads and adults and authority other, figures Other in my dads life. could yeah. stay if they're hot. Right. Sorry. You guys can stay. So <laughs> I'm at the age of my life where I'm like, is your dad single? <laughs> so you dads, you stick around. Um, I would like everyone to know that Emma and I are literally barred from speaking because any everything we say to each other is like, oh, we should have saved that for the podcast. That also, was good content. We're hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no denying that. Right. Literally, we just got here, and in the first five minutes, I just kept being like, stop talking to me, because I was coming out with gold. She just told me that I have good posture, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that I do. I don't think that I do. And she goes, well, you have a long torso. I'm like, I don't have a long torso. I just have a really short torso, and I'm hypersensitive to people who have long torsos, because I'm jealous. <laughs> look at that. Look at, look at me sitting in this chair. Look, my knees are, like, in my lap. Well, I'm also laying back, even if I do Laying that. back. At an angle. But then everyone can see my tech neck and my triple chins. Anyways, let's talk about some nice feedback we got. Okay. You want to just roll around in the reviews? Yeah. Well, I saved it in an album because it's like Dear Diary. Well, first of all, we have like a pretty good rating on the pod. Let's see what that's up to. Um, 4.7, you assholes. <laughs> who are those two people who are bringing it down? Like a little criticism. That's yeah. Fine. But anyways, that's good. I don't know. I, I know you've been receiving the same in your DMs and every time we post about it, people are just really excited and especially with the first couple episodes talking about breakups and our security and who we are and how we carry ourselves. I've been hearing that it's been hitting with people and really resonating, which is that's adorable. It's nice because we got on here and we we're like, what are we even doing? I guess yeah. we're just talking as if we normally would to each other and we hope it resonates and we hope it hits. Yeah. And it's really nice to hear that it does. Right. Because we were like, our moms are going to be the only ones listening to this. Someone reached out and they were like, hey, Emma, we met a long time ago one night in the city with Paige DeSorbo. Um <laughs> And must say how amazing you are for putting yourself out there. I'm recently going through a breakup and listened to the pod. Found it really inspiring. Wishing you all the best. 
I started crying immediately just because this is what we're doing it for. And I called my mom and I was like, mom, someone sent me this DM. And she was like, Emma, if nothing else, you helped one person. And that is more than a lot of people can say. Yeah. And speak of breakups, that is the topic for today, by the way. Segway. Segway. <sighs> also, can I just put a disclaimer that I am recovering from allergies and a cold, and that if I sound like the Grim Reaper himself, <laughs> that's why. And sorry. You don't, okay. by the way. Um, but also jet lag. You were living in a different country. For I was last living year. in Paris, and might I add that <sighs> once you live in Paris – uh, everything else sucks. It's hard to live anywhere else. <laughs> I'm distraught. Like, I loved New York. Still like it. I like it. Mm, but nothing quite beats Paris. Yeah. What are you drinking today, by the way? This is tequila limeing. Oh, oh Trader Sp- Joe's. The jalapeno limeing. Trader yeah, Joe's. Trader Joe's. Amazing. Best. Best, mi- mi- Hello? <laughs> Best mixer. You're just used to French. You don't know how to speak English I, I'm, anymore. I'm sorry. Je suis Chloe. <laughs> It's fine. I'm, saying, I'm sorry. Desolé. De- <laughs> we. Um, I feel like a little kid being like, hey, what's in your lunchbox today? What's in your blade cup? I'm sorry. Have you been taking helicopters around while I've been gone? Prop planes, but yes. Blade, sponsor us. I had a 45-minute ride to the Hamptons, and they gave me mm. this cute little cup. They don't serve drinks on the plane, which I found out. I didn't mm. even know they had prop planes. Yeah, they do. Apparently, they're cheaper. But I made April spreads because it's summer. I love that. Drink of summer. Okay. Anyway. Getting into it. Breakups. Have you ever been broken up with? (sighs) Have you? Or have you ever done the breaking up? What's worse? Let's start with that. (sighs) I think it's definitely worse to get broken up with. So I think it depends on who was the most emotionally invested in the relationship. So that could be the person who's doing the breaking up and they're realizing they're not getting what they need or what they deserve so they finally muster up the strength to do the breaking up and it probably would affect them more because not only were they dealing with this emotional turmoil for however long but then they had to bring themselves to do the breaking up Mm -hmm. and it could have been to this asshole who was just like all right bye okay (laughs) bye Bye. (laughs) (laughs) yeah tiktok yeah okay what's your take fair it goes both ways Personally, I think a lot of ego is involved mm-hmm. in a breakup, right? So I think getting broken up with in the short term hurts the worst, but usually is easier to get over because you have that fuel, depending on the situation, of being like, I'm going to get myself through this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like working out, you're getting a PhD, you're doing a TED Talk, you're doing all these things. But if you're doing... <laughs> <laughs> always doing a TED Talk. Al- starting a podcast. Always starting a podcast. <laughs> if you're doing the breaking up, I think it takes a lot of strength... If you're doing it to someone that you genuinely love, let me add that disclaimer. If it comes from a place of this is what's best, not you're the asshole who's doing a mean breakup. Yep. One of my best friends just is doing that right now and she's spiraling every day. Like, did I make a mistake? He was a nice guy. And I'm like, but were your needs getting met? And she's like, I don't know. I think I'm just overdramatic, you know, and is driving herself nuts. But from an unbiased perspective, she definitely did the right thing for herself. Mm -hmm. But it's probably so much harder to see when you're in it. In it. Right. And it's something she'll come to terms with in the long term. I mean, there's always – you always will sit there and compare and think about the last person until you have someone enter your life who you're like, oh, right. this is what I deserve. This is what I need. 
this is what I have been meant to have. And until that person comes into your life, it's really hard to think that you didn't do the right thing and be like, well, I wouldn't be alone if I didn't break up with them. Would you... Sorry. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) We're we're getting used to this again. (laughs) I've just been talking to myself for the last 60 days. Would you ever... It was an interesting point that you made. You are always kind of comparing and thinking back on the last person before you meet a new person, unless you're a really secure, healthy person who can just move on and not think about other people. Can't relate. Can't Can't relate. Have you seen Eternal Sunshine? Of the spotless mind? Duh. Duh. Would you ever do that? Would you ever Eternal Sunshine yourself? Wipe them out? Ooh, I love this question. Um, No. Absolutely not. I (laughs) – I will die on that hill. I am the kind of person who, no no matter what has happened in my life, all of the trauma, whether it's – to get into it breakups, sexual assault, problems with my family, whatever it may be, it has made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't trade that for the world because I'm secure and I'm happy now and I'm in a good place. I'm sure there were times where I wished certain things didn't happen, but all of these people, places, things, events are puzzle pieces that create who you are today. So no, I, I would never want to erase anyone, even all the pain. I mean, as time goes on, you start to remember the good times, even my worst breakup, which I'll get into, when I was broken up with, it was one of the only times I have been broken up with, it's hard for me to remember the bad times. Oh, can't relate. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but those are like blaring bad things. But, you know, I went through a stage where I hated him so much and all yep. I thought about were the bad things. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, oh, but we actually had a great time together and some of the happiest days of my life. But regardless of that, I still think – Everything that I went through with every boyfriend I've had, which is – I'm just kidding. Not kidding, actually, at all. There's eight. Um, <laughs> everything that I've went through, I've learned from, and it's made me who I am. What about you? No, I, I agree wholeheartedly, actually. I wouldn't yeah. take anything away. I think that there are times where I couldn't get myself up off the floor, okay? And now looking back at it, I'm like, I don't really – I don't really remember that, and I do know that the best – versions of myself have come out of having to you know what's the saying about a diamond a little diamond comes out of the pressure pressure makes diamonds yeah that one yeah that was me uh (laughs) (laughs) and now we shine bright like diamonds now we shine pressure makes diamonds yeah anyway do a breakup have a yeah try out a little breakup (laughs) try it on for size i actually hate breakups with my entire being you know i love them i know you do (laughs) i think looking back i'm like great but i feel like you are like you know what fuck it i'll go through a breakup i cannot imagine also though i've been you're in love (laughs) (laughs) i'm in love i've been living with my boyfriend we've been together for a long time we've been together for three and a half years and all of our shit is so intertwined we are signed domestic partners in the state of new york we have the same health insurance. Like we're, You can do that. Yeah. We are – but we didn't do that just to be like, let's become domestic partners. No, but it, was it like, made sense. For insurance reasons yeah. and all these things. But we're so intertwined that separating now feels like fucking divorce. Yeah, but also you don't want to separate. Like you're, you're happy no, and you – I yeah, don't want to so, separate. Yeah. But the idea of when we have a really bad argument or, you know, whatever, if, I, if it crosses my mind, I'm like – it does not sound like a fun time. Do you think that motivates you sometimes in any way to stay? 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not in a place where I'm like, I need to leave my boyfriend, you know what I right. mean? So, But does it motivate you ever to squash the argument? Of course. Instead of yeah. driving it home. Yeah, I think it makes that much harder. That being said, if you ever want to move in with your boyfriend and take it real serious, think long and hard because when you do, it does become, do I really want to go through all this? Because yeah. usually when you go through a breakup, you're like, we can reconcile if we need to. No, this time you're separating shit. You're like, who's yeah. getting what? It's a whole different It becomes situation. a lot more of a, you can't be as impulsive. Exactly. Yeah. During COVID, I, it made and broke a relationship that I was in. It's a fucking wild story, actually. But the short of it is my roommates were moving out of our apartment. I had two roommates. They're both moving out and it was middle of COVID, still 2020. And my office, obviously, no one was going in. I was in LA. He was in Seattle. He was like, why don't you move up here and move in with me until you go back to the office? So we knew it was temporary, but I said yes. And then we had been fighting a lot. Mm. And I still went through with it. We actually got into the biggest fight the night before I, I moved. I shipped my car. I put half my shit in storage. And I moved up there. And I, I lived there permanently for six months. But we were fighting so much. And I was so, so, so unhappy. And I was being emotionally abused. And I just stayed. Because I was like, I'm stuck. I didn't even think that I could leave. So eventually, I had to go back to LA for work. And it was almost like, because I removed myself from the situation for a week, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck am I doing? I found an apartment. I left my shit in LA. I flew back to Seattle. Didn't tell him any of this. I get there. He picks me up in the airport. He's like, where are your bags? I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, how are you? How's the weather? Oh What's God. going on? And I just didn't say anything. And then he was like, do you want to go get dinner? And I was like, no, no, no. Let's just go home. Like, let's just. Why didn't you say anything? Were you just afraid? Because I was waiting until we got home to have oh, a conversation. Okay. No, I was going back to break up with him. I was <laughs> moving into my place like in a week. And so my plan was, this was like a Wednesday. My plan was break up with him Wednesday. He'll let me stay till Friday. I'll drive back to LA and then I'll move into my place on Monday. That didn't happen. <laughs> it's not how it worked. I don't think. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I just thought like it would be amicable. <laughs> he was fucking 12 years older than me. I thought it'd be fine. I thought he'd be mature. He wasn't. Basically, we got back from the airport. I broke up with him and he was like, okay, no fight, no nothing. And that's how I knew I made the right decision because I was like, really? You're not going to fight for this? We fought about it for five minutes and then. He stormed out and he texted me, I'm going to stay at my brother's, leave the keys in the planter. So I had to pack up my entire life in 12 hours overnight, packed up my car by myself, no help. And then I drove the coast of the United States to get back to LA. And the same day you flew there? Yeah. Like within 24 hours, packed Did up all of my- Did you take the scenic my... route or uh -huh. the five? Oh no. You took the one? I took the coast. Yeah. I, it the literally PCH, was- baby. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever done seen been whatever and it was so hard to act sad so cathartic you're like playing your songs you're in the getaway oh, car i was coast. like if it makes you happy like as i'm driving yeah and like Heck taking yeah. photos taking selfies and i'm like can i post on instagram can i be happy right now but i was i was so liberated and happy it was my eat pray love that's how you know you made a good choice oh, when god. you feel that way afterward oh yeah. my god i was like stopping at crab shacks on the side of the road eating crab filming myself doing it being like <laughs> so anyways um what was the point of that? oh moving in yeah <laughs> you know that was a covid situation though right i had covid goggles on yeah yeah i did that <laughs> before i was with my current oh man's okay this is such a, i can't even tell the story is this off the record <laughs> no okay. i mean i you might know this i don't know i know nothing about you we 
We don't know each other. We actually. don't know each other at all. I really love a good leap and of ice of just yeah whatever fuck it like let's Same. jump off the cheers bridge not. cheers, cheers to leaping cheers to <laughs> the lord's a leaping mm. it was right before covid and there was a guy that i had known for a while and he asked me on a date and then all the things with covid started getting really weird and supermarkets were running out of food and he was like i don't think it's a good idea to go to a restaurant so i'm gonna be with my family down in like I'm not going to say where, down somewhere else, mm-hmm. um, and we can just rain check. And I'm like, okay. And he was so <laughs> Rain sweet. check for 2023. I, right. Just who knows when. We didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Unprecedented. <laughs> Everything's going to be back open in two weeks. We'll rain check for two weeks from now. Right. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> I was immunocompromised at the time. And my roommate was partying on Diplo's yacht in Newport and wouldn't stop. And I was texting him about it. And he was like, why don't you go stay in my apartment? I'm not going to be there for the rest of the lease. He was so sweet. And it was beautiful apartment. That's so nice. So nice. All of his stuff was there, too. So when I got in, I saw who he was as a person. I'm like, oh, my God, we read the same books. And medicine cabinet. Clothes. Yeah, of course you go through the medicine cabinet. <laughs> Ladies. Uh, I didn't really go through his shit. But you got to take a little peek. What prescriptions are they on? I'm sure he took those with him if he had any, but fair. Nonetheless, he was a really generous guy, and I had been up there by myself for almost a month. I did not leave on a, in a high-rise. I was locked in a room in a building for almost a month alone. Didn't let anyone come up like Rapunzel in the tower, and he asked me if I wanted to come live with him and his family. And so, you hadn't gone on the first date yet? Nope. And for the first date, went to live with him and his family. And I lived with him in the guest house. And that lasted, I think I stayed there for a month as well. I loved his family. They were sweet. But it was obviously really weird for everyone involved. I had my birthday there. <laughs> They're like, all like, she's still here. <laughs> the second day I got there, he baked me a cake from scratch. And they all sang me happy birthday. Was it your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> but I was also like, what the fuck? On your birthday, you're supposed to be with your family and your friends. And I'm like where am I? And then on the background on the TV is like, more deaths than 9-11. And I was like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, Un- what's going on? I think we're trauma bonded. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I still like, a I sweetheart. hope he's doing well. Such a sweetheart. Yeah. He's a really great guy. And it didn't end badly. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. My, it's actually the same, same thing. I'm also a leaper. Um, <laughs> this guy, the Seattle person, I was on a bachelorette party in Park City, and we made out. He's like, I live in Seattle, and I'm like, peace out, Girl Scout. I don't do long distance, goodbye. World shuts down a month later. He's been texting me. I haven't really been answering on Instagram. I see he's in Scottsdale golfing, and I'm like, that doesn't look like a quarantine. I slid into his DMs. He's like, yeah, I got a house with 10 friends. We're chilling. You should come. And I was like, okay. We had never had sex. We had never gone on a date. I hopped in my car. I drove five hours yeah, from you, L.A. to Scottsdale. We did the same fucking thing. We leap. We're leapers. We leap. Is that our new merch? Yeah. <laughs> Leaper. Hashtag leap. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I got there. I was supposed to be there for four days. I stayed for a month and a half. And okay. Then we- I thought I had an original experience. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're just both that unhinged. <laughs> what do you know? Are you surprised? Because I'm not. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? So mine didn't end well. Oh. But it lasted a year. Sorry. It was actually a Oh, long- shit. Yeah. Yeah, no. mine didn't do that. I oh. essentially lived there for a year. How did it end? Well, I'm here. And he's not. <laughs> and that was four boyfriends ago. Three boyfriends ago. What do you ago. think about unfollowing 
exes or or worse blocking and they're friends also they would have to do something really bad i think that's so petty they would have to do something really bad to me if they cheated on me or something like i would probably yeah unfollow that's a block yeah but i've kept all their friends i've never wanted to take that out on anyone else and i guess if it's really bothering you like mute i mute no yeah yeah, i mute i've been unfollowed by most of my exes you have been unfollowed yeah but i mean in their defense i post all the fucking time and the second i get out of a relationship it's like thirst trap thirst trap thirst trap (laughs) So, I don't blame them for unfollowing me. Look at it. (laughs) You look, you, what I took away from you, I guess. (laughs) Look at what I blocked away with. Yeah. I've only been broken up with once. One of my best friends actually called me the other day, because the other day I just got out of a relationship, and she was like, oh, well, no, Luke. (laughs) You know, the guy that, the, the, out? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we know it wasn't the other day. Oh, I say that. I say the other day if it's anywhere under six months. Okay, it was yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend calls me and she's like, I always know when you're getting out of a relationship because of your Instagram. But so does everyone, right? There's literally viral tweets about being like the girl who's in a super committed relationship and she starts posting quotes and then selfies and yeah. she's always out with her friend. Everyone knows. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> What's the uh, hotline bling line? It's like... Started going out more and wearing less. Started wearing less and going out more. That's the way. <laughs> <laughs> so what about archiving... Your photos with your ex. So if you look at my Instagram feed, there is not one photo of anyone other than me because I hate it when people are like, oh, all the pictures are gone. They must have broken up. I fucking hate that. Also, I've had too many relationships. Imagine I wouldn't have a feed. <laughs> if I deleted all like, I'm a poster. I post you post. I do in stories and I'll do a carousel and they just won't be the cover photo. Or they'll yeah, be like in a reel. I look at posting someone in your feed as some people look at sex before marriage. I won't post someone in my feed until we're engaged. If I know this is real, then you can be in my feed. But if you're temporary, fuck that. It's going on TikTok. I know. <laughs> That's why I took a pause. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I had that. I don't. I like everyone to know that that's my man, but I don't tag him. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you, you don't why? want girls to be like, that's <laughs> happened to me. I literally, with one of my exes, would tag him and I would go look at like our mutual followers and it would go up by five, ten. Oh. All of a sudden it was like you and three others and it was like you and 12 others. And I'm like, who? And it's just random girls that I know. What did why they dm you and they're like hey that guy in your photo is really cute um could i get his number do you not be single (laughs) and they still follow his ass too probably i'm not gonna lie i looked (laughs) you looked before we recorded this so you had the facts (laughs) it's been a while but i know Mm -hmm. okay i know it's shady it's shade i'm a hypocrite because if you don't post me what the fuck me it's an aesthetic thing also just a girl (laughs) i'm just a girl in the world i don't even have my friends in my photos except in carousels it's my instagram everyone can fuck off if a guy says that to you though i tell them exactly what i just said i'm actually just gonna take this soundbite and just text it to them going forward like you need to post me but it's my instagram yeah i mean i post my stories all the time when i'm dating a guy tagging everything when you're dating a guy Yeah. yeah yeah i have no problem posting and letting people know as much as i put myself out there podcast instagram tiktok whatever i'm actually a pretty selective person and pretty private in that sense people can think what they want but i don't i don't know i don't you're not out here doing like feed anniversary posts but if we're kissing in italy i'm gonna throw it up there no i don't judge anyone that does it i think it's great i've had 
eight boyfriends <laughs> since I was 20. Like I said, I would not like, have a feed. Okay. Subtweets or captions or quote, like little subtle jabs. I I stay away from it because I don't want people to think that. I just it feels very high school at this point. It is. It doesn't yeah. look good. Like I think when it, I see other people do it, I'm like, oh. I almost feel people our age, or at least my age, don't do that anymore. I think the only people that I know that still do it are they're Gen Z. Small towns. Yeah. Or they're young. Yeah. I think the worst I've done is recently, the other day, I made my caption out of hibernation. But it was also, it was springtime. What? So that's had not, a, that's it had not a, a double sub- on top. But it was like cute photos of me and we just broke up. The other day. The other day. In the spring. It's August. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. The other told day. told you, under six months. Like six months ago, was yeah. it not? It was April. Five's really going by. Time I can't believe it's August. has flown. So have you, when was the last time you were broken up with? That's a good question. I think I've only been broken up with twice in my life. Once was... When I was 16, my high school boyfriend oh. went to college. I was still in high school. By Thanksgiving, came home and broke up with me. Broke my heart. After that, no one's ever broken up with me. And until? Until one year ago, the other day, in Hawaii. Yeah, that was that one. I can't remember my boyfriends. Why don't you tell your Hawaii story briefly, and I'll try to think of my boyfriends. I almost want to give this breakup credit because it rocked my world for so many reasons but um i'll preface with saying he's a great guy he was my best friend once we were in the relationship and i had been going through a lot mentally i had some trauma happen um probably four months before we broke up so i was going through a lot and that affected our relationship so we were fighting i was very irritable but i was communicative about that i was very upfront and i was like hey this is still really affecting me and I'm sorry I'm irritable. Basically, we had five weddings on the East Coast and we were living in LA. So we packed up for a month and a half and we were going from his parents' house to my parents' house to his family's summer home to hotels, basically what you and Colin just did except with weddings involved. We're just living out of suitcases. So that put even more pressure on us and... I thought I was going to marry the guy. This trauma that I went through was so traumatic (laughs) that I was like, this guy was here for me through that. This is my person. I thought, you know, Mm. we're bonded together. Because he was there for me and, you know, stuck by my side, I was like, this is my person. He's going to be my husband. So it really, it just intertwined us so much more and made me like, I'm yeah, like, this like is really my person. Yeah, emotionally invested and feel, because you felt safe emotionally. Yes. And probably physically, you know? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, this is my guy. I didn't really think anything could rock us at that point. I think that also was something subconsciously where I was like, doesn't matter how much we fight, we've been through this, we can get through anything. I don't think he felt the same. So we had his brother's wedding, and then we went to Hawaii. That was the next stop for my best friend's wedding. And it was this very small, intimate wedding. It was 75 people type of thing hindsight he was a little distant but he blamed it on work he was like oh i'm not going to go to this because i have to stay back and work or i'm not going to go to that because i'm tired not feeling well and i was just like okay babe like no problem try to be cool about it wedding happens everything's great and the night of the wedding 
I'd done a little mushrooms and I confided in him and I was crying and I was like, I think I'm depressed. And it was the first time I really said the words. The next day we went to Wailea. We got there. We did this romantic helicopter tour, this whole thing. And right after we went down to the beach and then we were going to dinner and he's reading a book. I'm doing a crossword puzzle. We got up to dinner and he continued to read his book. And I was like, could you not read your book? We're at dinner together. I want to have a Mai Tai with my boyfriend on the beach in Hawaii. Is that so much to ask? Started this fight and it was this small little fight, but we could not get through it. And I was like, I don't think we're ever going to get through this. It was this weird feeling. I had this female instinct where I was just like, I don't know if this is going to work. He lashed out at me. The radio was off and I looked at him. I go, if we break up, do not say I didn't try. And I turned up the radio. And little did I know. We get back to the hotel. He's like, can we talk about this in the morning? Let's go on a walk in the morning. We'll set alarms. And I was like, sure. We set an alarm for 6 a.m. That is the last thing I'd ever want to do in the morning, to wake up and talk about a fight. We were were also working East Coast and West Coast hours, and we're in Hawaii, so we had to wake up at 6 a.m. So, But yes. It was just leisurely, like, let's wake up early and talk about our problems. Well, I kind of thought it was. (laughs) I kind of thought it was, like, going to be a nice conversation. So we set our alarms. I get up. I put on a white slip dress because – I don't know, part of me was like, I want him to think of me as a bride or something. I have no idea. And in this white slip dress, I grabbed my camera. I didn't even bring my phone. Yeah, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because this is such a woman thing to think. This is the shit that we This is what goes through our head. And it's psychotic, but it's true. It is true. Um, So we get down to the beach and he's just like, so... And I was like, no. Are you about to break up with me? And he was like, I just... And I was like fucking kidding me and I you know went off the handle he basically was like I don't see this as a long-term partnership anymore and I can't make you happy I'm like I just fucking told you I'm depressed no one can make me happy right now I can't even make me happy I was like you're gonna jump ship like the going gets tough and you get going is that Ooh. yeah and I stormed off the beach went back to the room packed up my shit he comes back he's like "Um, whatever and I just kept going Hawaii Hawaii you're doing this I was so distraught. So giving like forgetting Sarah Marshall. It was so bad. And he was like, I'm gonna go down to the pool. Can you come say bye to me before you leave and give me a hug? He's gonna go down to the pool. And I was like, You know what? It's times like these where you learn someone's true character. And thank God that's not someone that you married. Because the going does get tough in life sometimes. That this is huge. This is maybe a whole other topic, but part of what I know has prompted a lot of breakups and that gives me pause before entering a relationship or like when I analyze how my current relationship is going is do you have a partner or do you have a boyfriend yeah you know what I mean and I thought I had a partner though based on the trauma that I had gone through right but he was maybe internalizing you know everything that he was taking on and just not able to handle it a lot of men can't there's a crazy study I don't remember the exact percentage but it was really high and it was the amount of men who leave their wives when they get cancer or when they get sick versus the amount of women who stay and yeah. stick through it with their husbands. It's staggering. Yeah. Oddly enough, my sister had cancer. Her boyfriend at the time stayed with her, now her husband. Good man. He then just had cancer oh and she stuck with him. God. Bizarre that they both went through that. But yeah, and I remember at their wedding, my dad made a speech and he looked at my brother-in-law and he was like, I got to say – if my girlfriend got cancer when I was 24 years old, I can't say I would have wow. stuck around. He was like, you're the definition of a true man. Not a dry eye in the house. 
But yeah, again, I want to give this guy credit because he stuck by me. I saw a therapist and he saw the therapist with me. He really was there. So that's why this was just so jarring and it affected me so much. So I left the hotel, took our rental car, brought it back to the rental place. I'm hysterically crying. I couldn't control my body. I couldn't control anything. Your New the- York accent just popped up. <laughs> Hysterical. I was hysterical. You would have. You have no, Chloe. You have no idea. I was, was hysterical. Was fucking hysterical. Okay, I'm done. So I got to the rental car place. The guy felt so bad for me that he drove me to the airport himself. Let me return the car. Shut his business down and then drove me to the airport. I got to the airport. I'm still hysterical. Going through TSA. They're like, "Ma'am, do you need medical assistance?" I was like, "I'm not even going to go back to LA because fuck that." I took, I just booked a flight to New York on my way to the rental car place, like just on my phone. I was like, I don't know what to do. On my way in the car, first instinct, texted my two best girlfriends and I said, hey, you guys still going to the south of France in a couple weeks? And they were like, yep. And I was like, great. Do you still have room on the boat? Because I'm in. That is what I did. That was my first instinct. Yeah, there you go. And I secured it and I went to the south of France and I had a great time. But I did take an 11 hour flight back to New York, pretty much crying the entire time. And then growth growth happened and then growth podcast so we love a breakup we love a breakup yeah i don't even think <laughs> we'll dabble into mine I, sorry that took so much time <laughs> my breakups i was trying to when you asked me when's the last time i got broken up with i've broken up with pretty much everybody except the ex that i i, I don't want to keep give i don't want to keep talking about him it's always easier when you're getting broken up with or there's some horrible thing to push yourself through that's so much better i don't think i've ever had a cordial breakup a healthy breakup a healthy breakup it's so hard imagine having a healthy breakup and being like we love each other this just isn't right and then being able to walk away and stay away when you're still in love with that person i don't know but i will actually say my most recent one although there was turmoil when the actual yelling and breakup happened we did have our closure conversation four days later and we both were like we love each other, but this is just not working. And it's not going to work in the future. And I was crying. He was very calm. It was a really calm conversation. And we've spoken a couple times since because we had to get things back from each other or whatever maybe. We're super cordial now. I just saw his brother in the Hamptons. We were like, oh my God, and excited to see each other. So I will actually say that as unhealthy as that relationship was, our breakup was healthy. Was pretty mature. Are you friends with any of your exes? Hawaii and I actually Hawaii. just, we met up for coffee. Did I not Excuse tell you that? No. <gasps> yeah, we met up for coffee. I actually thought he was going to apologize to me and just be like, I'm sorry for how I did it. Because I truly, we were not meant to be together. I don't blame him for breaking up with me. But how he did it and when he did it was just tone deaf. It was just not right. If you care about someone and their feelings, you should give them the respect and courtesy to do it in a proper way. So what I re- referenced in episode one, it's like, be delicate with someone's feelings Mm -hmm. you love them and you care about them you need to sit there and say okay how can I do this in a way that's going to hurt them the least he did not do that anyway so we met up for coffee and I thought maybe he'd be like hey I'm sorry for what happened or how I did it and I I even teed it up a couple times he like fought it to him on a platter yeah and he didn't do do it it. and so then you know what that prompted me to do leave no. Oh. I bumped into him in the Hamptons when I was drunk and on mushrooms and oh, I make screamed at him. him. Oh. Screamed at him in Surf Lodge. <laughs> I was like, you owe me an apology. I deserve an apology. And he was like, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. And in hindsight, I'm like, I can't decide if he was trying to shut me up and get out of the situation or if he actually meant it. Well, were but you actually screaming? I was being very stern and I was not being quiet. <laughs> but I wasn't screaming. I wasn't making a scene by any means. Who knows? 
Yeah. So, but yes. So I would say we're cordial now. But the rest of them, no, not really. Mainly because I broke up with them and they hate me. <laughs> There's a few that I'm cordial with, but they turned out to be gay. <laughs> yeah. This is a story Wait, what? for another time, but listen to how crazy this shit gets. My, I had a best friend group at the time, and one of my closest friends is gay. Love him. He's like my little brother. Little did I fucking know, he had hooked up with my boyfriend before I started dating him. Wait, ex, the friend ex, that I know? Ex, not my current boyfriend, by the way. So we were all teenagers, but we had known each other for a long time. We all worked in the entertainment industry. He was in a boy band. I should have known. <laughs> and... Yeah, that was a whole ass mess. And he cheated on me too with women, but I think he was just trying to prove to himself that he wasn't, you know, gay. Mm-hmm. And he, after we broke up, got a boyfriend and has still is still dating him. So, uh, yeah, we, we still send each other memes every now and then. We haven't talked in a long time, but we're cordial. We're friends. We were friends before that. Right. But the whole, like, we're gay and you also hooked up with our best friend. And why didn't you tell me that you, <laughs> it was such a crazy love triangle? I don't know if I'd recommend being in a love triangle with two other men. Um, I mean, but I've done it. At least you're the only girl. <laughs> At least you're, you, you know, you've got some sort of uh, something that sets you apart. I kind of, kind oh. of, God, made him straight for a little bit. Oh so. yeah. Pat on your back. Yeah. Um, probably not. He was probably thinking about other things, but it's fine. <laughs> so I think with all of my breakups, the way that I kind of, in retrospect, look at them all, I definitely try to start with why and when I got into the relationship because there's so many times where I did it out of loneliness. When you're just not in the right place and you get into a relationship, it's usually not going to end well. A lot of people look for their other half. A lot of people look for someone to complete them and that's kind of a cliche like you complete me, Tom Cruise. But I think that creates issues because what you need to do is be whole. You need to be a whole person. You need to be secure in yourself and you need to have your shit together and then you find someone that makes you better. If you find someone that completes you, that's your other half and you weren't whole until you met them, what's going to happen when they leave you? Yeah. What's going to happen when you have to leave? You're going to have to be picking up the pieces, rebuilding yourself. You need to be secure going into it and then you'll be secure coming out of it if that you come out of it and I hope you don't but if you go in as a half person, and and it wasn't a good time, it's probably not going to work. Yeah. And You're I supposed th- to fill each other to the point where you're overflowing. Right. Not compensating for what the other is lacking. Exactly. Yeah. And I think a couple of my relationships, I was in that place where something was wrong or I was lost. And you end up looking to that person for validation. You end up looking to them to be every single person in your life. Right. You and look- fulfill all these voids. You look to them to be your best friend, your partner, your lover, your therapist, your coworker if you're working from home. And if you don't have all of those people in your life filled or just some of them and you put it all on one person, that they're going to fucking crack. No one can withstand all that. No one can be everything to you. You can't have everything all the time with one person. So – I think that's just really important. That's the biggest advice I would give to people is just make sure you're good before you get into a relationship. Because if you're not, you got you need to be alone. You need some soul yep. searching. Yep. And you need to work through not only issues from past relationships, but 
make sure that you feel good about yourself. A lot of breakups that I I know lately that are going on in my friend groups are stemming from lack of self-esteem from mm-hmm. themselves or their partners, yeah. not feeling good enough. All of these things you need to work through and feel whole before yeah. you date someone else. Because okay. the second they don't give that to you, you're going to be like, I need this. And it's like, well, yeah. you got it within yourself in the first place, if you already had the tools mm-hmm. within yourself to feel confident. And it takes a lot of work. It yeah. takes, you know, therapy. It takes time. It takes self-reflection. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, but yeah. As a final sum up on this episode, how do you know when it's time to walk away? Oh, good. You know, like what's the difference between anxiety and intuition when it comes to knowing when it's time to break up? I think as I've gotten older, it's changed. You know, before it was, if I'm unhappy, I'm out. Now I do try. If I believe in the relationship, I do try to make things better. I don't know, for me it is kind of intuition. It's like the 80-20 thing. You gotta be happy 80% of the time, minimum. And if there's like a 20% or more amount of time where you are miserable, Get the fuck out of there. That's so funny. There's basically some quote that says, like, a man will be in a marriage to his wife, and 80% of the time he's happy, and the 20% that he doesn't love, he's, like, focusing on, and then he'll meet his secretary who has that, like, 20%, mm. and he'll leave for it. And then realize And then realize, mistake. yeah. Well, the 80-20 is, like, okay. It's done. Yeah. It goes both ways. Right. More mm. than 80-20 anyway but. yeah i mean i don't go by like a strict whatever <laughs> but I'm, oh, you're 80 percent cost benefit analysis <laughs> over here okay you are at 79 percent, my friend i'm out what about you when do you decide i don't know i think i've always struggled with that i've struggled with am i bringing my like past into this is that contributing am i anxious and i'm walking away too soon am i staying too long am i being stupid i think that it's a really fine line and i do confuse my intuition with all of the overthinking so i don't think i've ever been you know on the mark i think i leave and so far it's worked out for me and if i get left it is what it is like i try to not overthink it but as I do get older and as I'm in more of a long-term serious relationship if I'm ever thinking about that I think it's a a lot more it's more convoluted yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely more complicated these days but I don't know I think there's only one relationship that I ever had where I still look back and I'm like what if it was my first serious relationship like high school no it it was my adult life I was in college but I was 19 he was 28 um or 27 mm, and he hello? i know but at the time i thought it was fine if one of my guy friends <laughs> these days was with a 19 year old i'd be like what the fuck are you doing but at the time whatever anyways he wanted to marry me big time and i was going to study abroad which already we were, we were deciding we were gonna stay together then i decided i was gonna study abroad for the year and he was like oh i got cleared by my boss to go switch to the london office to be closer to you red flag i was like nope Sorry, I did not tell you to do that. That was not a conversation. There was no combo even? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm I think 911. I think he had told me that he could do that, but I did not know he was going to talk to his boss that's about it. That's also a lot to do for your career. Like, that's a lot to yeah. bring up with your boss in general. That's a big move. Mm-hmm. But he, like, wanted to marry me, and I was too young. I didn't want to get married yet. I think I was it's just, bizarre. Yeah, I was yeah. just starting life, so I ended up breaking up with him. Yeah, good. Um, because I was like, I'm not ready for this. And but he was a great guy, and he really treated me well. But again, this is what I was saying before. It's like I'm starting to forget all the bad stuff. 
because it's been 10 it's years. Time. Yeah, it's been a long time. But there was a lot and it wouldn't have worked. The, the age thing, I'm sorry. Like, I think there's a big difference between 30 and 40. That's easy. Whatever. No problem. But 19. Like, I cannot imagine a 29-year-old man that I know being like, yeah, this is my girlfriend and she's like a child. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying the difference. Yes. Yeah. What did you think I was saying? I thought you were just saying like the age gap. That's why I did That's my little about. evil. No, but like the age gap is different when you're older as a woman. Oh, L- when like you're when, older, you, when you've be gotten my older. Guess. Yeah. Like whatever. But when but you're 19, like when your you're 19, brain. you're a baby. Yeah. Nobody wants to should be trying to scoop up a baby. Go away. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. But I mean, I when I was 18, I dated a 30. Okay, I didn't date him. I went on a two dates with a 34 year old. We'll end it with this. We were at Boa. And I look over, first of all, I was in my Lana Del Rey vinyl era, okay? I was black hair, rebelling, thought that I needed to date an older man, <laughs> really going through the works. We're adding that to the pictures That'll and the Instagram. <laughs> and we're out at BOA, and he's showing me something on his phone, and he locks it, and his background is a little girl. And I'm like, you didn't know? No. I'm like, do you have a child? And he goes, that's my niece. And I go, that's your niece and he goes yeah and i go then you're a really creepy uncle well actually i have my niece and nephew you're you this was a 34 year old (laughs) man with a background of a four-year-old girl no i don't think that's weird actually Mm. if it's his niece i know people that do that it wasn't his niece oh got it (laughs) i was like are you do you have kids and then he was like okay you know after a while he said he had kids and i go are you married and he didn't answer and i have never left a dinner so fucking fast in my life a little snippet into the lana del rey era god yeah that's hilarious yeah i guess everyone check the backgrounds on phones those can be little beige flags it says a lot about a person yeah anyways well i think we've unhinged that, that topic, topic at least a little bit i think there's more to say we could do a part two yeah this is part one i mean i have had eight relationships in my adult life so got a lot to unpack if you are going through a breakup call emma congratulations <laughs> congratulations congratulations who ever says that welcome to 2.0 of yourself cheers clink <laughs> clink to you all right so next episode we're gonna do something a little bit different that is episode number six we are going to do a rapid fire debate yep we're getting down and dirty emma and i we're going to have a buzzer, maybe. <laughs> We're going to be debating things that we may or may not have opposing views on rapid fire style. So is jealousy healthy in a relationship? Once a cheater, always a cheater. Making more than your partner. <gasps> Done. Dun. 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 Woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's getting cut out. Nope. Yeah. So stay tuned for next episode. It'll be a fun one because it's going to be kind of quick. And this was a long one. It was heavy. Again, this is probably going to be part one. You know, I have eight relationships, so we've got a lot to unpack. Yeah, there's a lot of nuances to breakups that I think we can. Yeah, still unhinge. Unhinge. So, yeah, that was it. Bye. Bye. (laughs) It was insane. We kind of did it.